Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tavendiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tavin Dillard podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. I'm glad you joined me here. Bank, bank. Hey, y'all guys. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard podcast, season six, episode nine. Me, I'm Tavin Dillard. This is the Tavin Dillard podcast. I'm a mowing, edging, grass cutting legend, and I'm glad you joined me on this episode today. A lot to talk about. Sure, a lot to talk about today. There's a lot going on now. Just a real brief uh, preview of what you're about to hear about today. Uh, we did have another softball game this week. So we, we ended the season a couple games now. How do we do? We'll just hang on uh, because we got some baby doll news from Meemaw's neck of the woods. Uh, she won a, uh, you know, she got she won a couple new baby dolls this week. And if she won them, she got them. So we talk about that. Uh, Team Burger Shed, we off to a pretty good start, though. I mean, you know, we won. So we, we won one game and we lost no games. And, I mean, Cody Mantell did get into a fight, but he was kind of standing up for Rance Farnhart, who got pushed by Gilbert Phillips. So, I mean, you know, it, it was like uh, a little bit provoked. Like, Rance could stand up for himself. I don't think he would have started a fight with Gilbert. He would have just been like, hey, man, simmer down. But Cody, don't, don't, uh, he starts with the fight. He don't start with the talking. And so we got that to deal with this season. So I'll let you know how that went this week, you know, on the softball fields with Cody Mantell. But we've been getting a lot of stuff coming. So I got them limited edition early bird gets the perm shirts. You know about that? They had a little on kind of pinkish, purplish kind of new shirts. And Mother's Day, they've been kind of, they've been moving. Uh, truth be told, they just been moving. That's how that goes. So uh, that, those have been going. And then people have been ordering personal greetings. You know, and I told y'all about that before, the personal video greetings for me. And um, today in the show notes on the podcast, you'll see a link to them early bird gets the perm shirts and also uh, the personal greetings. But you know what else it is this week? You know, this comes out on Tuesday. I think we had the last Tuesday in April's right now. I mean, May's like Pickleboon just around the corner, uh, which brings me to another announcement. There's a Pickleboon shirt coming out May 1st. But uh, we ain't talking about that. What I'm saying is that watermelon helmet season is upon us. Like City Poo is starting to open now. They're they doing just some little things, not full public yet, but they doing like a water aerobics class. So that means that my Meemaw and Mabel Childress or getting down there now, making their way down there. And uh, Coach Hicks gonna have to deal with all that, but also the watermelon helmet season. So I've got, I got a watermelon, and then this week I'm gonna be carving it up. And I, I got a new prototype uh, for the new season. I got the idea I've been kicking around. I'm gonna try it. I think, you know, it's always, we always dealing with style and safety when you're talking about the watermelon helmet, but that might, might be a little sporty. And it's always good for snacks, but I mean that's a that's a conversation for a different day. Um, and you want to make sure that you got a plan for the watermelon, the actual melon when you buy a watermelon to make a helmet with. Uh, you don't want to eat it yourself. Tell you that right now. I mean it'll tear your guts up. Even if you ain't got tender guts like Myron Curtis do, uh, a whole watermelon, a half a watermelon. Let's be honest, that'll tear you up. Boy, you can't be two steps from a toilet if you do that. But I got the watermelon helmet shirt, and that's what bring me to the point where it's, it, the shirt say, uh, share it 
then wear it. You got a member in your head, in the brain part of your head, to share that watermelon. Don't, don't eat it all, because you ain't gonna need to go outside to wear any kind of helmet. You just need to stay in until, until that runs its course kind of thing. So that's coming up too. I mean, we we own the we own the uh, just the, the very front end of watermelon helmet season now, and which means if City Poo's about to open up, it's Cannonball season too. So hello spring, and really them. I mean that spring summer festivities is just boy they rattling around in my head. I'm thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it a little bit more, and thinking boy, welcome. I'm glad you're here, kind of thing. So about our game this week, uh, Team Burger Shed, uh, I will get to that in a minute, but Rance Farnhart's mama, Sybil, her and her husband, Jerry Don uh, Farnhart, they run the flea market in town, and they get these items, they come in, and you know, Sybil got everybody's phone number, and Meemaw got a landline in her trailer, and Sybil called her this week and said, you wanna come down here, I got something for you. Well, Meemaw believed her, she took her 91 Buick Regal down there, and sure enough, uh, Sybil got some new baby dolls down at the flea market. And basically, she gave Meemaw the first pick of the litter. I mean, I don't know if you call baby dolls litters. I don't know how they, they uh, you know, how they come into being, if they if they like litters or, you know, schools like fishes or, because uh, they ain't real people. Uh, contraries to what Meemaw believed, they don't really eat anything at their tea parties or nothing like that. Uh, she want to have a snicker bar party because she's more partial to that, but that's a story for a different time, too. I mean, that's a different thing, but I'll tell you right now, me and I'll get down there, and there's a little feller who I guess he in the, you know, mid to late 1800s is when he was around this little doll named Clive Bushnell, and his family ran a mercantile store from the Okehoma to the California Gold Rush Trail. In between there, they ran a mercantile store, maybe somewhere in uh, present-day Arizona, I guess you'd say. And uh, he helps load sundries and dry goods into customers' wagons. Well, me and I'll see Clyde Bushnell and, and fall in love with that little fella. Said, hey, coming home with me. And then there was another fella. His name's Jason Paul Roger Hickman. And this fella's a race car driver and a peach farmer. Me and snapped him up too. So she got uh, both them new baby dolls to go back down uh, to her trailer with her. Now, you know what that means as well as I know what that means. Meemaw ain't got all the, uh, the shelf space in the world. She got a few uh, shelves in her front room there for them baby dolls. She got the main, like the all-star shelf. I mean, them them the heavy hitters, them the ones that you don't just, uh, you, you don't rotate them out too lightly, but I'll tell you right now, Beatrice Scale Merton's got a new spot now. She got rotated out. And and let me just give to you the all-star shelf in case you ain't familiar with Meemaw's baby dolls. Right smack dab in the middle. Well, I'll get to her. I guess she the headliner, so I'll say her last. But there's uh, Baby Tish Saddles, uh, Becky Thacker Haynes, Clarice Bonwell, Babs Gristle, Beatrice Gale Merton, who is not on the all-star shelf, more on that in a minute, and then right in the middle, hairbrush twice daily, Rachel Christine! Rachel Christine! Like that away, that's Meemaw's favorite. And I know it, Rachel Christine know it, and all them other baby dolls know it. And now, uh, them two new baby dolls, Clive Bushnell and his other buddy Jason there, uh, he knowed it too. So, uh, they got on that top shelf. Beatrice Gale Merton got off the all-star shelf all the way under Meemaw's bed in one of them boxes. And then Babs Gristle went from all-star shelf to the one right below that kind of thing. Just squeezed her on with them other ones, them, them uh, second-string dolls, I guess you call them. 
So now I don't want to say anything about Beatrice Gil Merton. She ain't in a doghouse. You ain't necessarily got to be done something bad in Mimo's eyes to get put there. Sometimes she just ain't got room. It's a pretty fluid situation, you might say, at the baby doll all-star shelf. So that could change within a week. I mean, I don't know what kind of chaos this is going to start bringing these two fellas in there with them gals on them baby doll shelves. I don't know, but I mean, that's Mimo's problem. She bringing into her trailer. But I'm just telling you, uh, it's an exciting week for Mima to go from, uh, you know, none of them baby dolls uh, that that are them fellas. She she only had them gal baby dolls before, so she turned over a new leaf, and I don't know if she's going to span that collection, make it bigger, make it grow. I don't know if she's going to ask me or somebody, maybe JT Whitlow in the trailer park, to put up more shelves for because uh, either it's more shelves or more boxes, you know, to put them under the bed. I don't know. I don't know what her plan is, and I ain't trying to go up my way to find out because it might just be more work or headache for me or both of them. That's the best I can tell. How about that softball game, you asking? Well, I tell you, you know, we got our, we got our uniforms. Now, we are working, and folks have been asking me, hey, when, when, are, you getting the, when are you getting them softball shirts, them new ones? And honestly, y'all guys, it's just a matter of me sitting down. I got to, I got the design in my head, but I got to get it out of my my hand. I'm left-handed. I got to write it or draw it down on the paper, and then uh, you know get it to the to the uh, t-shirt factory to get it made. And then also, I'm working on like a map of the town. Well, I ain't working on it. like I know the map in my head because I live here. But uh, I was gonna get it down because folks been wanting a map. I don't know if that's gonna be on a shirt. That might be more of a poster. I mean, because there's a lot. There's a lot of streets and things you got to figure out, you know, where people live. Oh, that's where Hank Thistle lives, and that's his burn pile, you know, kind of thing. Oh, there's Maggie Flowers. It is right there next to Bud's Burger Shed. And, oh, there's Donut Goals down the street. So you can see all that. And so I know uh, I just ain't sat down to draw it, and so I'm going to try to do that. So that's some stuff on the horizon, you know, when it comes to my town and Chancellor Park where I live and the trailer park I live in. Uh, there's all that going on. Like the Pico Boone shirt is Pico Booning right around May 1st. And then this new softball shirt and on the town map, uh, we see maybe in June if I can get my act together. You know, we almost in May right now, so I, I don't see why I couldn't just hunker down with a Sharpie marker and a piece of typing paper and get that knocked out. Two pieces of typing paper, same Sharpie probably. <clears throat> just draw it in black way. I see it best I can tell. So anyhow, we get to the softball fields this week and Myron Curtis, you know, he had a rough week last week Then Palapano Poppers. You know, Mary Beth Tucker just starting off the season like you'd think she'd start off the season uh, changing the menu, just thinking, oh, why don't I bring this? Why don't I try that? And Myron's like, why don't I try it? Them Jalapeno Poppers before the game start. I can give you a few reasons not to, but he, he got a few of his own now. He's steady. He, he, he tested the limits of that park bathroom. I mean, I heard it crying uncle. I mean, I only got one ply in them park bathrooms too, so you know he had to really go through a lot out there. But this week, Myron didn't have no tummy trouble. Uh, he was he was good. His guts was free of anything, uh, you know, jalapeno popper, anything spicy he can't take. He ain't like Mort Dwydell. Mort Dwydell can't have no uh, milk, he said, or like it is dairy, like ice cream got milk in it. You might know that. Butter do. Uh, the yogurts, I guess, do too. So he can't have that because he got the maltose apology. It's where you can't have no dairy because if you do it, it tear your guts out. He got little pills if he gets hold of any of that dairy kind of thing because he got the milk trap rosary where you, if you get it, ooh, tummy trouble. 
Oh boy, it's bad news. It's the milk trait bihageny. And if you read about it in the newspaper or wherever they talk about it, uh, that kind of stuff, you know it can be pretty rough or if you got it yourself. But Mort, uh, that, that ain't spicy food with Mort. It's like the uh, the milk or the ice cream or that kind of thing. Sometimes he'll, he'll go for it anyway because he want a chocolate shake so bad or whatever. But everybody tur turned up to the game this week uh, in good spirits. You know, I mean, Brody Childress didn't get there uh, for a couple innings, but um, we know that when we started the season that, you know, he ain't particularly on time. We working on that with him and, you know, second, third inning, that ain't bad. So who did we play this week is probably what you're asking. Well, last week, remember, we played Team Thunder Punch, and we won. And that was a close game, and it was a good game, and they the defending champs. They took the whole championship in the fall. So for us to start off our season like that, we was feeling pretty good. You know, Coach Hicks, he's an athlete, and he got Gilbert Phillips on his team. That's who fought with Cody Mantell, as you know. And uh, and and Gilbert's a big boy. Beat up an adult bull moose one time. It's Chlorine Phillips' son. So, you know, that that was a good game, good test to, you know, see where we was as Team Burger shed. And pretty much looked like we in a good spot. So we get out there uh, this week, and Guthrie's hunting supply is playing us. And they got a pretty good team, too. But I'll tell you right now, uh, third inning, Fake bunt, stole first base. You're probably thinking, how in the world did that happen? How did you steal first base on a fake, fake bunt? I stole it just like I told you I did. Boy, oh, is he about to bunt? Drop that bat and just sprint. Head first slide. They ain't never seen nothing like that. I'm quick, I'm wiry, I'm speedy, and I'm determined. I got the jaw strength of a rat terrier on a tennis ball. Like, I won't let go when I got my mindset on something. So I got the first base. Then, uh, what was it, probably the uh, fifth inning, I got to pitch. And I only gave one up hit. I only pitched one inning, so I basically pitched a one-hitter. Like, you tell somebody that, they're like, whoa, that's pretty good. And that is good for one inning in adult league softball to only give up one hit. Now, I did give up two walks before I gave up that hit. And then the one hit was a three-run homer. So it really ate into the score. We had a little bit of a lead at that time, and then that pretty much all but disappeared. We had like a one-run lead. But then JT Whitlow, six innings, something like that, him and, and Rusty Tidwell go back-to-back. Back. Now, if you're not familiar with uh, adult softball league uh, terms, that means uh, you batting and you hit a homer, and then the next guy batting, he get up and he hit a homer too. Now, Rusty, he was batting ahead, uh, JT, and he had uh, Rance on base. So Rance Barnhart was on second. And then he had a dinger. So that's two runs because it's two-run homer because Rance scored and then Rusty scored. Well, then JT get up there uh, with nobody on base, and he launched it over the center field wall. That's where them hay bales are, where Chet Dilroy teaches a junior archery class, but they don't do it on game nights. It's new rules this year, you know. Like I told you, like Major League Baseball, they got bigger bases and they got a pitch clock. We didn't get none of that added to our adult softball league, but we did say junior archers can't be practicing during softball games because you don't want a stray arrow to get you in the thigh or the calf muscle or the foot. Um, I mean, with the right trajectory, it could go through a cleat, you know, the top of a cleat. And right where the tongue is, you know, where it's a little thinner, uh, you just don't want to take that chance. So anyways, uh, JT launched the ball over there near them hay bales rolled up on it. And by the end of the game, well, there was one fight. You're probably wondering about Cody Mantell. Well, his cousin, Whitney, that's the gal that's dating JT Whitlow, she brought an air horn. I don't nobody want attention like like Whitney want attention. You can't you can't tell her to stop. She don't understand the word stop. She brought an air horn. Well, Lindy Ray Mantel was there with their daughter Daphne with her and Cody's daughter, and they expecting a new baby. 
And you know, Lindy Ray works down at Early Bird, gets the perm, but don't matter no how about that. That don't have nothing to do with what they're doing at the game. She at the game in her bleachers, and Whitney sitting next to her. Whitney bring that air horn, and she honk honk. You know, she spray off that air horn kind of thing next to Lindy Ray Mantell's pregnant belly. Well, Cody was hot. He went hollering at Whitney like, what are you going to do? My baby's going to be born deaf. Don't you be doing that kind of thing. So, like, I mean, they didn't fight. There wasn't no fist fight, nothing like that. You know, and they cousins, but Cody was mad. I mean, that's the closest thing he got to fighting tonight. Did okay on the field. I mean, at the end of the game, we won. We, we beat Gutch's Hunting Supply and uh, Team Burger Shed. We 2-0, which is basically undefeated. If you do the math on that, we undefeated. Ain't nobody beat us yet. So, we all happy about that. And, and it was just a good day. So I think we got everything we need. There was nothing about the concession stand. I didn't hear one thing about the concession stand until we got over there after the game because you get a free snow cone if you win. And I just wanted to start at top. You know, uh, I, I didn't stick around last week to get a free snow cone. So now this is my first snow cone of the season. So I go for what flavor? I go for my favorite flavor. My favorite snow cone flavor. It ain't my favorite flavor in anything else. But tangerine... That's my favorite snow cone flavor. I know. But then I like grape and cherry, uh, you know, the classics. Tiger's blood, uh, peach, watermelon, all kinds of them. But I got tangerine. And that's when I got to the to the concession stand, Mary Best working, and I peekaboo in there, and all I see was Skittles, soda pops, hot dogs, snow cones. And I didn't want to cause no waves. I didn't say nothing like, way to go, Mary Beth. I can't believe you didn't mess things up with a pot of chili tonight or something like that. Or jalapeno poppers again. Or them hot butter dinner rolls that are softer than a baby's angel legs. She uses her mama's recipe. Them's good, but they cause, they cause like big old lines. And she barely ever make enough anyways when she do that. So I just soon her stick to the menu, you know, like that way. And she did. Like, no news is good news from the concession stands the way I see it. And then from the, from the fields, uh, if we got more runs than the other team at the end, then that's good news, too. So, I mean, we, we had a good week. We had a good week. And, I'm, you know, what this do for me when you early in a softball season like this, it just gets my haunches what I call pre-stretched. Now they're getting ready for cannonball season. Um, so that's good. It is turkey salmon season. So, you know, at, when I call them and start catching them, uh, that's going to come in handy. All my softball practice of the, the stretching the haunches. That's how you call a turkey salmon. But you can't just call it, you know, with the mouth. You've got to, you've got to move like a turkey salmon. It, all of that is what helps draw them in. And then you're able to catch them if you're out on the hunt. But... I, I bet I had a good day at the softball field. But now what I'm doing now, I told you already, I got my eye set on a watermelon helmet and a new prototype that's coming out real soon, working on that. And then the other thing is the city poo. I mean, that diving board. Tavin, what's that? Hey, Tavin. It's called my name. The diving board's calling my name. And what do you do when a diving board calls your name? You answer that call. That is correct. So it was a good week. I mean, Cricket ended up making it down to the softball fields afterwards. I seen her, and she wanted a little bite of that, that tangerine snow cone. And I ain't too good at sharing snow cones. I'll be honest with y'all guys, especially when I'm hot and sweaty after a softball game. Uh, and, and to the point where I was like, well, you can have that, but uh, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and pay for, you know, have a couple. Well, Mary Beth let Cricket have one for free because Cricket's going to volunteer there a couple times during the season. So I guess that's a good trade off. And Cricket didn't really want tangerine anyway, truth be told. Turns out she wanted cherry. So. 
that worked out. She'd been busy down at the nursing home. You know, Doreen Fundle, she doing all right. Dewey Morton tried to escape twice this week. I mean, they pretty low, you know, low key escapes. You know, they they wasn't hard to find him. Uh, he didn't even make it to the front door, but uh, you could tell he's trying to escape. He had his pillowcase full of stuff like a hobo, you know, like slung over his shoulder, and uh, he left a. A uh, note on his door said, goodbye, I'm leaving. So they know that he was trying to run away. That's how they know. Um, and so she had to do that. You know, she regular tracker down there at the nursing home, hunting down uh, folks that's trying to mosey on out like out of way. So she'd been busy. And then because the, we hit spring, you know, the, the produce on her daddy's farm, that's growing. She delivering that to the burger shed. So I don't know, you know, how many games she's going to make, but she's going to be down at the burger shed. Or, I mean, at, from the burger shed, she's going to be down at Team Burger Shed's games you know, food times this season uh, to work that concession stand. But hopefully she'll peekaboo right, uh, you know, right outside the bank bank, right outside the concession stand and look over at us and, and actually watch the game. You know, she told me, she goes, I want to see you play. I was like, it's not a big deal. You know, I mean, I did still first on a fake bunt, but uh, that's okay. You know, you ain't got to see everything I do, Cricket. And she goes, okay. So we had, we had a good week. I mean, I, everybody's feeling good. Ain't nobody mad yet. I mean, Cody Mantell, he's kind of always mad, but he's less mad this week. So I think that's a win. Lindy Ray cited about early bird because she's back on hair duty and ain't nobody got their bangs cut like a bulldog yet, which really got her in a lot of trouble, uh, you know, a year and a half ago. So that's good. And we watching, we watching steady watching over the horizon for cannonball season. It basically here. I appreciate y'all joining me here on the Tappan Diller podcast. You know, it's like a radio show, so you can be anywhere you want to be right now listening to it as long as you got the way to listen to it, like a speaker or some some radio that play it or whatever the device, uh, you know, that play it because uh, you can't hear me from my trailer in Chancellor Park. I don't holler loud enough, so you ain't hearing it that way. You got to be playing it on something. I know that. You know that. And Season 6, Episode 9 of the Tavern Dealer Podcast is what you've been listening to. But I want to tell y'all, I've seen y'all been writing on uh, Apple iTunes Podcast, Apple Podcast. I appreciate them writings. We almost at 700 writings, and that tells folks, well, you know, how it is because it's what they rate them to. You know, it goes from five stars on down to, to one, maybe no stars. I don't know. So as people write, then it help promote the podcast. People are like, okay, doesn't look like folks actually hate this thing, so maybe I'll give it a listen, you know, or share it with somebody. But um, or, or leave me a comment. Let me know what you're thinking of it. You know my, my number. I put in, put in show notes today was 501-322-6249. And then, of course, my email is tavendillard at gmail.com. Uh, the business inquiries. Some folks have been wanting uh, commercials for their businesses and stuff. So email is probably the best way to do that. But you got my, in yeah, the show notes today, is packed. It's jam-packed. Limited edition, early bird gets the perm shirt. Good Mother's Day gift, but folks getting it for any day gift. It's good for wearing around. Probably good for archery practice, softball practice, uh, cannonball practice. Although I, I typically don't wear uh, my shirt there, but I, and I towel off and then I put it on kind of thing. But then you'll also see uh, the watermelon helmet shirt. I'll put that link in the in the show notes today. Uh, the link to the personal video greetings. Those have been coming in pretty steady. I'll put a link to that. Obviously, my phone number will be down there. My email will be down there. And I appreciate y'all tuning in and hanging out for this week's episode of the Tab and Dillard Podcast. Meemaw's happy. Team Burger Shed, we happy. And hey... 
If you ain't been put in a box under Meemaw's bed in the trailer this week, you having a pretty good week. Me, I'm Tabin Dillard. This is the Tabin Dillard Podcast. Till next time, y'all guys. We'll see you later.